Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. On today's show, part two, the benefits of deep breathing we're going to be talking about specifics and techniques so stick around here at things you should know podcast our focus varies from commonly asked questions like what are the top email apps for iphone users or how much does it cost to go to disney world anyway to the trending topics of the day, such as, are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decision you can make and ultimately, Your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So thanks for joining the discussion and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to Things You Should Know podcast. This is Kelly. It's my pleasure to welcome you in as we do every other day every other day into the podcast today we're going to be uh, going into step two or part two of our previous podcast which was entitled benefits of deep breathing and based on the number of downloads uh, and sharing of our um, content on Facebook you guys really do like this particular podcast Uh, content idea. And as I said, during that particular podcast, we were going to come back and go into some specifics in terms of additional benefits and practices in the event that you wanted to incorporate this into your life. So that's what we are going to do today. We're going to get into specific. We've got eight different breathing techniques and we're going to talk about how to do them. And we're going to talk about the benefits of doing them. So that is uh, what we're going to talk about today. But as we get started, as I always like to do, I want to welcome in uh, all of you guys, specifically and especially our first timers for folks who just finding the podcast. Welcome aboard. We really appreciate uh, you hanging out with us today. Uh, you've got a little bit of work to do in terms of listening because we've got quite a, a few archived podcasts here on the channel. So please make sure you go back through and listen to those podcasts, especially the one before this particular one. As a matter of fact, there may be a good thing to do before you listen here. If this is your first podcast, I suggest you listen to the prior podcast because it's going to feed into this one. 
I mean, it's not completely mandatory, but it'll flow. Uh, you want to listen to this one and go back uh, one. That's fine as well. But you need them working together. And I think that's uh, the best way uh, to, and the most beneficial way to listen. Uh, you guys who have been supporting the podcast since day one, thank you guys so much. You continue to, uh, like, share and, uh, comment and subscribe. These are all call to actions that will help us continue to grow. So thank you so much for sharing our content with your family, friends, loved ones, and associates. So I'm kind of excited as I was when we did the last podcast. I want to jump right into it and, um, and just get going. So let's, let's go. As you know, uh, you know, returning folks, but new newcomers, you guys need to go over to our Facebook page and follow and like us there because the articles that we're talking about, the content that we're talking about is going to be shared there and you can read it at your leisure. And especially today, because you may forget some of what I'm saying, but if you go to the article, it prints, you can either print it out or you can refer to it, make notes, whatever you need to do in terms of specifics of how to practice these specific uh, techniques as it relates to breathing. So let me give you just a little reminder what we talked about in our prior podcast. We were talking about benefits of deep breathing. And part of that uh, is lowering your anxiety, depression, and different things like that, uh, helping you basically to become the healer of your own uh, body. And before we get further into it, I'm going to suggest a book for you. I'm going to suggest two things for you. One is a book and one is, well, you heard me talk about both of them before. So one is a book by Dr. Joe Dispenza and it is called Becoming Supernatural. And I'm going to have a link for you in our notes, in our show notes. So all you got to do is go link there. It'll take you out to Amazon. If you want to buy it, you can buy it. But that book is very important. I'm going to tell you why in just a few minutes. And then I'm going to also give you a link to a 30 day free trial for one of the programs you've heard me talk about many times that I use to practice mindfulness, meditation and yoga. And that is alomoves.com. Alomoves.com. You'll get a 30 day free trial for the link I'm going to provide you in the show notes. I'm also going to put this on our Facebook page so you can go to either our show notes or the Facebook page and link out from there. But I wanted to provide you with these tools and this information so you can at least practice to see how you like it. And if you can't remember any of what I tell you today, you can go to Alamoos and a large percentage of what I'm telling you today, there are subject matter experts there. There are teachers there who can guide you through these practices. Okay. If you are someone who has trouble meditating, you can go to Alamoos and they can guide you with what's called guided meditation. But it's a guided meditation, in my opinion, is easy, is an easier way of getting started meditating versus just by yourself. Because there are going to be many questions, as I told you in the last podcast, if you've not meditated before, it's going to be difficult the first couple of times you do it. Your mind's going to really run and you're going to find it frustrating some days where you can't um um, just kind of let things be and you may give up and I don't want you to give up. So I'm providing you with these tools in order to help you. So I highly suggest you utilize both of them, particularly alamoves.com. Now, why do I suggest this book becoming supernatural? Well, I just read it. Number one, it came across 
you know, my path into my awareness about two months ago and I picked it up. Uh, it's, be, it's called Becoming Supernatural and it talks about the idea of you basically being an alchemist. So an alchemist is someone, well, yes, who practice alchemy, uh, but also a person who transforms or creates something through what seems to be some sort of magical or mystical process. And what Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about is how you can become supernatural through mastering the techniques that we're talking about, most of which is breathing techniques and meditation. And so if you put these two things together, you have a very strong um, you have a very strong basis and foundation for changing the quality of your life. That's why I'm offering them both to you together, because you can read and support yourself through this process using some very qualified information along with some subject matter experts. So you don't feel like you're in this by yourself, because I I tell you the way I started off meditating, I was basically doing it myself off of some YouTube clips and different things I've seen. And somebody would say one thing and I would try somebody would say something else I would try and after a while it got a little frustrating it was very difficult because I never meditated my mind was very strong at the time and I found it very difficult to get some of the results that these people say they were getting so I'm offering to kind of cut through that and provide you with what I found to be very reasonable and uh, highly um, researched uh, ideas that can kind of bypass all of that and get you into a more effective area where it'd be less frustrating and you've got a greater uh, probability of success. All right. So let's talk specifics quickly. The overview for uh, Supernatural uh, is basically helping people, uh, common people become uncommon, explains how people can achieve their potential by harnessing the power inside themselves. If you listen back to the last podcast, I talked about empowering yourself, understanding techniques that you can be doing now to help yourself. You don't really need to go outside of yourself. There are a lot of things that you can do. This this is including doctors and medicine, different things like that. There's a lot of things that you can do to benefit yourself now. You just don't know. You just don't know. So that's why we're talking about it. And this particular book, it outlines the principles and practices that ordinary people have used. And he gives a number of uh, case studies. There's a number of case studies where people are having significant health issues and uh, between, you know, physical body, e- emotional, mental states, finances, relationships, you name it. Uh, there are a number of case studies. As a matter of fact, there's an entire chapter dedicated to case studies. Uh, they've done a, uh, just so much research in this book to be able to help you identify where your chakras are, uh, what may be blocking chakras, what may be holding your energies in different places, how to release your energy, help you understand Kundalini energy. It's a wealth of information. Now, you may not understand any of what I just said, and you don't have to, but it's important that if you are having any of these difficulties that you actually have a starting point, a starting point. So anyway, you have these tools at your fingertips now because I put them there and it's up to you if you want to use them. 
So let's get into specifics. Let's do a quick uh, review in terms of the breathing itself. What is it? We talked about what's called pranayama. And I've told you I've been practicing. Uh, I have a home practice of yoga for the last 10 or so years, 10 plus years. And pranayama is one of the things, one of the terms that you hear most in yoga. It's a Sanskrit word. And it loosely translates into breath or controlling your breath or rhythmic breath. Uh, prana means breath of life uh, or life force. And ayama means control. So pranayama, breath, breathing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So there are eight types of pranayama breathing. And you can do these during yoga practices. You can do it meditation practice or mindfulness, or you can just do it throughout the day when you sense yourself going into anxiety, depression, different areas that you feel like you've been triggered. So let's talk about what they are. So number one, and this is probably my favorite, to be honest with you, it is called a three-part breath. It's the Durga, D-I-R-G-A, Pranayama. So this technique uh, has got its name because when you practice it, you are actively breathing in three different parts of the abdomen. When you first start, it is a little difficult, okay? And difficult meaning unusual because, as I stated in my prior podcast, we are shallow breathers for the most of us. We don't realize that all of our lives we've been shallow breathing. We've not really taken full inhales and exhalations and maximized the amount of oxygen coming into our system that can get into our cells and then distributing out the carbon dioxide that needs to come out. So there's always good that needs to come in and there's always stuff that's been used and waste that needs to go out. But when you're shallow breathing because you're operating fight or flight most of the day, most of your life, you've got these high shoulders and tense faces. You are shallow breathers, most of us. So you got to learn to deep breathe, number one. But in doing that, you can understand how to do what's called a three-part breath. Um, this is probably the best, according to this article, for beginners, as it gets you used to filling your lungs and meditatively breathing, consciously breathing, mindfully breathing. So how do you do this? Well, you can lay down on your back. Uh, you, what you want to do is breathe into your belly and watch it expand as you breathe, like your belly needs to literally begin to balloon. And just when you think that's full, draw even more breath into the rib cage and then a tiny breath into your chest. So abdomen, belly, chest is uh, where the three part comes into before you release it. Begin to exhale slowly, starting with your upper chest. So you're going to start breathing in from the bottom up and you're going to breathe out from the top down. So you exhale slowly. You start with the upper chest. You release the rib cage. And then, of course, lastly, your belly. You want to do this cycle for at least about 10 to 20 breaths. Okay. Again, the number of benefits that we talked about in our last podcast include lowering your blood pressure, lowering your anxiety and depression levels and things like that. OK. All right. So number two, uh, also uh, one of my favorites, because you can hear um, not here, but you can feel immediate relief from these. 
immediate relief from these. And this is called Nadi Sodahama, S-O-D-H-A-N-A. Uh, but it's also called alternate nostril breathing. And this is probably one you may have heard of, alternate nostril breathing. So what you want to do with alternate nostril breathing, this is a pranayama that helps to bring balance between both sides of your body, both sides of your brain, and the three dashas of the human experience. What are the dashas? They're your mind, they're your body, and they're your soul. Uh, the way you practice it is actually very easy. It's very easy. You can sit or you can lay down. Normally, I do this sitting in in a, just a. You can do it in a chair, or you can do it on your bed. You can do it in your closet if you meditate in a quiet space. You want to be in a cross-legged position. You can hold your hands in mudras. If you don't know what a mudra is, don't worry about it. But just feel comfortable in your seat. And it's important, very important, that your back is erect and that it is straight. In most of these poses, that's very, very key. Because we're talking about the flow of energy and your spine is that canal where the energy is flowing. So it's important that you're not slouching and that the energy can flow uh, accordingly. So what you want to do to begin with is exhale completely. You want to be able to exhale completely and you want to use your right hand to close your right nostril. And what I normally do, if you hold your hand out, you got five fingers and then you want to take your three middle fingers and just fold them down like it's a fist and leave your thumb out and leave your pinky out. And you want to use your pinky to close your left nostril and use your thumb to close your right nostril. And what I do is I normally use, I start off with a four count and I go up to seven count and sometimes to an 11 count. And what that means is you start on the right side, you hold your right nostril down and you will breathe in for four seconds. And then you will hold it and slowly close your left nostril. And then when your four seconds are up, you release your right nostril with your left nostril being closed and breathe out for four seconds. Okay, so that's almost one cycle. Once it's out, you hold it out and then you return it right back through the right nostril. Four seconds and just alternate. Now close the right nostril. You hold it in for four seconds and release it through the left nostril. Okay, this is called alternate nostril breathing. Now, it's believed that this technique can help purify the energy channels of your body. Again, I told you about the three dashas, your body, your mind, and your soul. Now, research has shown that the alternate nostril breathing may lead to, again, reduced anxiety, the ability to increase your attention, your focus on a particular thing, and it can help you quit smoking. For example, it may be able to help you quit smoking. Um, but that's one of my favorite ones, to be honest with you. If you're feeling out of sorts, if you are feeling uh, just out of balance, uh, I think it's just good to do. It's almost like a tune up, like you would do a tune up on your car. It's, it's a good way to do a tune up on your body to use the alt, alternate nostril breathing. And the good thing is you could you could be sitting in your car, not driving, of course, but you could be sitting in your car. 
you know, about to to leave work or something. And you just want to do it for a few minutes there. Uh, you could be at home. You could be anywhere and do alternate nostril breathing. So that's number two. Let's get into number three. Number three is called Shitali Pranayama or cool breath, cool breath. So this is a very refreshing breath technique, hence the name cool breath. And uh, many people like to do this during the summer. Again, you start off, you want to be in a comfortable position. You want to be cross-legged. You want to have your uh, spine erect and you want to take a few deep inhales and exhales to prepare. You want to roll your tongue in a O shape, O shape, sticking it out through your pursed or your firm lips. Slowly inhale through the mouth and you hold your breath. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm going to get you back to that episode really quick. I know you're enjoying the podcast. I wanted to say thank you, break in really quick to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Three things really quickly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, please go down in the show notes. We have a new um, way to communicate and it is through text. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So please send us a text message when you're done listening to this episode. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. And then lastly, please go into our digital store. We've got a lot of digital products there that can help you be supported throughout these content deliveries throughout the podcast. There are ways for you to download these worksheets and eBooks and different things that can help really solidify some of the content that we talk about here on Rethink Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and I'll get you back to your episode. And your chin up. Exhale through your nostrils after some time, and you can repeat this for about 8 to 15 cycles. Now, I've never done this, but the research on this shows that... uh, When done during yoga, the cooling breath technique can help reduce anxiety. I've I've not, I don't think I've ever done the cooling breath unless other teachers have called it by something different. But if that one also can assist you in um, uh, reducing anxiety. All right. Ocean breath, uh, Ujjayi breathing. Now I have done this, Ujjayi pranayama. It's another commonly uh, used technique. In a lot of different yoga classes. As a matter of fact, where I hear this the most is sometimes I'll do yoga with Adrian. I think I told you guys about this before on YouTube. She's great. Very popular. I started my home practice practicing through yoga with Adrian. So I highly suggest her. She's very easy to understand, very easy to flow. She explains things very well. And she talks about Ujjayi breathing. So it's a rhythmic sound is meant to recreate the sound of ocean waves, hence the name ocean breath. It can help you focus your mind and the movement of using your breath, because I find when I'm in really deep and I'm in a really good flow of yoga, the inhalation and the exhalation, the sound of my breath helps me to really stay in the moment in terms of mindfulness while I'm practicing, because now different than before yoga is an extension of my meditation. So my morning practice is to leave my closet of meditation 
and come directly to my mat. And then I go into my yoga, but I don't come out of my meditation. And the same type of breath work that is used to keep me focused in meditation, I use it on the mat. And I find it extends my meditation and it just takes my practice to the high, to a higher level, to a higher level. And we'll go into a little bit more detail about that later, because I promise you guys a podcast on my morning techniques or my morning ritual, as well as my nightly ritual. OK, so how do you do the ocean breath? This one is very, very easy. Again, you want to if you're if you're doing yoga, you can actually do this at any time. Uh, if you want to sit and do it, it's fine as well. Now, you're going to be breathing through your mouth. You want to constrict the back of your throat. Just imagine that you were trying to fog up a mirror, for example. Imagine you were trying to fog up a mirror. That's what it, the breath should feel like coming out of your mouth. Then close your mouth, continue to breathe through your nose, keeping the throat constricted. That's one cycle. So if you go, ah, it should it should sound that way. You know, I think as kids, we were trying to run up and breathe on each other for some reason. And it would sound that way. And you want to do that like you're fogging, fogging up your glasses, trying to clean your glasses or fogging up a mirror. Now, the research has shown that UGIE breathing can help reduce anxiety, and there may be a potential here for alternate treatment for both stress and PTSD. For stress and PTSD, you'll notice that the majority of these benefits have to do with calming, calming the system, calming the mind, calming the system. And you're going to be able to see how this is a benefit if you do decide to pick up Joe Dispenza's book, um, Becoming Supernatural, Healing Yourself. These things work together. That's why I paired it the way that I did, because they've helped me. And so, uh, listen, you're different than me and I'm different than you. And that's great. Uh, But sometimes things work for folks. And if it works for you, maybe you share it and it works for someone else. That's exactly what I'm doing to you here. I'm not promising you anything. I keep taking whatever medicine the doctor's prescribed to you. I'm not suggesting that you use this in lieu of something. What I'm giving you is some additional information and it could have been could help you. So let's let's see if it works. Uh, So number five, humming bee breath. This one I have not done. It is called Brahmari Pranayama. So it sounds like you're humming. Basically, you want to find a comfortable position again and you want to close your eyes and ears with your fingers and thumbs, fingers and thumbs. So you inhale deeply. You let me see. Fingers would go. Okay, so your fingers would go over your eyes and your thumbs, I think, would go in your ears. I think I have done this. Uh, Actually, I think I have done this. So your fingers would cover your eyes and your thumbs would cover your ears. And it causes a vacuum like effect in your skull. So you want to inhale deeply and then exhale slowly, making a buzzing like sound, just like a bee. Um, you can also do Om, and the reason I remember now that I've done this is because I follow a spiritual teacher called Muji, M-O-O-J-I. You can YouTube Muji's a lot of good material out there, and he led a meditation one day, and he actually did this, and he 
he did this in a little different way, but it was being done for a different reason. Uh, here, they, they say that you can do om, you can do the buzzing sound like a bee, but when you close your eyes and ears and it creates that effect, there's no outside interference. And it it just it, it improves your concentration, relieves stress. There's a multitude of benefits to this type of breathing technique. OK, and that one is called humming bee breath, humming bee breath. Uh, the next one is called bellows breath, bellow, B-E-L-L-O-W-S. The Sanskrit word for this is bashrika pranayama. Bashrika Pranayama. This technique uh, they're saying here in the article is a good one to try before you do the breath of fire. And I have done the breath of fire. I have not done the bellows breath. They say they're similar. The main difference is the inhale and exhale are forceful, forceful. Um, How do you do it? Well, you want to sit in a lotus position or half lotus if you can. Again, with your spine erect, inhale deeply through your nostrils, then exhale forcefully through your nostrils. You know, just like if you were f- trying to clear something out of your nasal passage, forcefully. Uh, inhale and exhale forcefully about 10 minutes. Um, I don't know if it's going to translate very well on the podcast. I know it probably would, obviously, on um, video or something like that. But the the fire breath is. And you're just breathing really sharp, crisp, fast breaths in and out. And that's similar to what they're saying. This bellows breath is, except you take a long inhale and then you do the quick exhales. Okay. Now, the benefits of this, again, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but lower anxiety, uh, help with worry, uh, help with PTSD. And I hope you guys are seeing a pattern here. So we have two more. One, uh, number seven, is called Veloma Pranayama, V-I-L-O-M-A. And the meaning of that technique is against the wave, against the wave. Uh, This is a pranayama technique that involves an um, alternation. So you have to alter. Uh, It's divided into two parts, pause inhalation and pause exhalation. Similar to what I was telling you guys before about the alternate nostril breathing, where you pause, meaning you just hold your breath. You do the four seconds in, the seven seconds or 11 seconds or whatever your count is, and you hold it and then you exhale. So here's how you do the against the wave. You lie down in a comfortable position and relax. This one can be done lying down. Inhale for two to three seconds and then pause. Restart. Restart inhalation after a pause of two to three seconds. So you can inhale. One, two, three. Pause. Inhale some more. One, two, three. And exhale slowly. You want to repeat the process of inhaling until your lungs are completely full. And here's one thing I'll tell you about lungs being completely full. Because most of us have been shallow breathers our whole life, it is a process of learning how to fill your lungs to begin with. Because you you hold your guts 
we hold our stomachs and we don't allow them to fully relax. Number of reasons, vanity, just short breathing, just the way we've always done it. And it's going to feel a little weird when you first do it. So I'm just telling you that now. So get used to filling your lungs fully first. Because that's part of these practices. You're going to have to learn how to take in as much air as you possibly can, as you possibly can. What are the benefits of taking in full breaths? As you heard in my previous podcast, you maximize the amount of oxygen that can get in and down to your cellular level to replenish and rebuild cells. You can heal yourself. You can heal and help yourself by doing that. Shallow breathing, not so much. Okay? Um, so, there's a part two to this. And so here's how you do it through pause exhalation. So, I would assume it's the same as pause inhalation. You want to lie down. You want to first take in the air. So, you inhale slowly first. Then you're going to exhale. It's the same concept, except you're pausing on the exhale. Okay, so whether you're pausing on the inhale or whether you're pausing on the exhale, this is called against the wave. It's done in alternation. And what you want to do, just like making sure your lungs are fully full of air when you're breathing in. You guessed it. You want to make sure your lungs are fully empty when you're breathing out. Okay, just when you think that's all the air, try to breathe out. A little bit more and you'll see there's a little bit more. All right. So for this, again, the research has shown this can help you to really relax and you will be less anxious for things like tests and examinations and just overall reduces your stress level. Our last one is called skull shining breath or breath of fire, and which is uh, kind of already exemplified. But the Sanskrit name is Kapalabhati Pranayama. So instead of cooling down, this one is a warm up. This is a heating up. This is one that I do in the morning. This is one I do in the morning. The pranayama breathing technique involves an involuntary deep inhalation and a forceful exhalation. So you want to take in as much air as you can. And then you want to go into your fire breath, breath of fire. So rest your hands on your knees, become comfortable, spine erect, become aware of your belly, aware. You want to inhale through both nostrils. We're not blocking anything this time. Exhale forcefully to start with. You can use your hands to gently press on your belly to, to see the air coming all the way out. The inhalation should then happen naturally. Focus on the exhalation. Inhalation should be passive to begin with. Aim for about 65 to 70 cycles per minute. And this is very rhythmic. It was a little difficult for me to do at first because I'd never done it. But once you get a rhythm down pat, it'll be very intuitive. It'll be very, uh, I won't say very easy to do, but it will be intuitive. You will sense how to do it. You can actually work your way up to more than 65 to 70 cycles a minute. Uh, I've seen you know, yoga teachers do it. But when you're first starting off, just get the rhythm and get the speed. And then the duration will come next because to breathe that fast uh, for a minute may seem like a long time and it may feel like it too after a while. Okay. So that is called the breath of fire. Now, again, 
there are benefits to all of this and the benefits over and over again are calming mechanisms, reducing your anxiety. Your anxiety is normally uh, attached to your stress levels and your depression is attached to that stress. So if we can kind of get at the root of a lot of this and and we're able to calm ourselves in difficult situations, that's the benefit of listening today. That's the benefit of listening to these two podcasts to to equip you now with a tool that you can use anywhere and, and everywhere to help your 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 body to help yourself uh, come into a calmer physical state, but also into a calmer emotional and mental state. Okay, so again, the benefits of pranayama breathing, any of these eight techniques that you like to choose, any of these, they are reducing stress and anxiety. Okay, stress and anxiety, of course, are just triggers and attachments to depression and other things. Uh, It can increase your lung function and your capacity to hold air. Again, the benefits of getting more oxygen into your body are innumerable. That is how your cells uh, can duplicate themselves and become more healthy and allowing yourself to exhale out all of the waste that you don't need, the carbon dioxide that can get back into the air here. Uh, Benefits have shown to be improved cardiovascular health because you're using your breath and your lungs. Listen, people run and people jog and work out, you know, for the same reason. It's the exact same reason. They engage in these types of breathing, but it's done through a physical uh, standpoint because they're running, they're exercising their lungs, they're they're pushing their breaths in and out sharply. Well, you don't necessarily have to run in order to do that. These are some techniques that you can use and still improve your cardiovascular health. Improved concentration. It's important for us, uh, t- if we're going to lower our stress levels, t- to be able to concentrate on the work that we're doing. I'll give you just a, a, a personal um, note here in terms of concentration and focus. I stopped years ago trying to be a multitasker. I know every job that you interview for and everybody asks you, can you multitask and, and, you know, are you a problem solver, multi-problem solver and all this kind of stuff? There's no such thing. I've tried. There's no such thing. You, You can say that you're a multitasker, but what that means is you're doing a lot of stuff ineffectively. And if you focus on one thing at a time and complete it and move to the next thing, you will be much more effective. You are jack of all trades where you could be a master of a trade. Now, in my day, in my day-to-day life, in my work, yes, there are multiple things to do, multiple things to do. I find it more effective to concentrate on one thing at a time. And the other thing about concentrating on one thing at a time, I get less stressed. I'm not thinking about anything but that task at that moment. And when I complete it, I have it done and I have a sense of completion. The one of the things that would frustrate me when I was multitasking is some days would go by more than some days. Quite honestly, some weeks would go by and I honestly felt like I didn't get anything done. I felt like I touched a lot of things, had a lot of irons in the fire. A lot of things were moving around, but nothing had been completed. Nothing had really been done. So my approach now, I take things step by step, one at a time. Once I'm done with this, I can move on to that and so forth and so on. This is just just my observation. So it's free for your for your perusal. The last thing in terms of breathing for your health, the benefits, 
the management of your blood pressure. We've talked a lot on this channel about being healthy in your body. Your blood pressure is one of those things. I equated it to your car running hot. If you are someone who suffers with high blood pressure, these breathing treatments can help you tremendously. Again, I am not suggesting to you to replace your medication given to you by your doctor, which I am not, for these breathing techniques. I am suggesting that you do these on top of what you're doing now. Suggest to your doctor what you're doing so you guys can work these programs out together. Continue to stay on the programs you're on, and I hope that at some point you don't have to be on the medication anymore. Okay? So, I promise you we'll come back and go through some specific techniques that you can begin to practice in your day-to-day lives, and here they are. There are eight types of pranayama breathing. This uh, article is going to be on our Facebook page along with a couple more so that you can see we did some research here and cross-reference, and a lot of this stuff comes back the same. So we have a good sense of the truth of it. And the other thing is personal experience. I've done at least half of what I'm suggesting to you to do here. And in addition to that, I'm giving you a book that I've just finished reading about two months ago, uh, Becoming Uncommon or uh, Superhuman. I'm sorry. Uh, Let me jump back and see what the title actually was. Now I've talked so much I forgot. Yeah, Becoming Supernatural. Screwed it up all the way. Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I think by utilizing the research and the knowledge that uh, Dr. Dispenza has, coupled with what I've suggested to you here uh, with on the yoga side, and don't forget, don't forget the key, go over uh, into the show notes or on our Facebook page and utilize that free link for allomoves.com where you can access 30 days free for to test this stuff out. And when you go into the app, all you got to do is go under mindfulness or meditation. And there are plenty of uh, guided meditations there. There are plenty of mindfulness uh, teachers there that can help. As a matter of fact, the alternate breathing is where I started. That's exactly where I started. Well, actually, that's not true. I started with uh, Adrian, but they have it here on Alamos as well. Okay. All right, guys, it's been my pleasure as always to hang out with you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, We're going to be back in about 48 hours with some uh, new content. And I hope you'll join me then. Until then, listen to this again if you need to. Go up to our Facebook page if you've not done so already. Follow us there. And the best thing you can do for yourself today is subscribe to this podcast. So the next time we have out new information, you will be the first to know. Guys, I appreciate you. I really do. I hope you have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads. 
and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.